Welcome to Pocketry Presents, the podcast for emerging and aspiring poets. I'm Indrani Pereira, the founder of Pocketry, the home of unheard voices. I'm coming to you from the lands and waterways of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I recognise a rich tradition of storytelling, a tradition that we draw on when we write poetry. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and thank them for their custodianship of country. I acknowledge that this is stolen land and that sovereignty has never been ceded. In this episode of Pocketry Presents, we'll be hearing an established poet read one of their poems. I'll then talk a little bit about the poem, drawing on some of the techniques it uses. Today we'll be hearing a poem from Magdalena Ball. Magdalena Ball is a novelist, poet, reviewer, interviewer and managing editor of Compulsive Reader. She is the author of several novels and poetry books, the most recent of which, The Density of Compact Bone, was published in 2021 by Jindera Press. She runs a podcast of writer interviews and has been an active host at the Newcastle Writers' Festival since its inaugural event in 2013, as well as other literary festivals such as the Hunter IF, the Sydney Writers' Festival and the Digital Writers' Festival. Her next poetry book is forthcoming in late 2022 from Puncher and Watman. I'm Magdalena Ball and this poem is Eastern Whitbird. Loss can be registered in language, in birdsong, in scent, buckwheat, barley, schmaltz. Nothing is lost, not even the moment, shattered into light pulses, entangled in the mother tongue, in the morning leaves a taste on the lips, sharp, breaks through like the crack of a whip, reminds you that time is a construct you write every minute with breath. You think you're reaching back for something missing, only to find it held in the pelvis, the shoulder girdle, whispered from parent to child, long after that motherly voice, like a caress, dispersed, flowing through the world as atoms, electrons, a charge carrier. It's okay to let her go. Begin any time. She's here. Thank you, Magdalena, for that reading of your poem. Magdalena's warm voice is a perfect accompaniment to this poised and poignant piece. The poem is powerful and packs a lot into its 18 short lines. The very first stanza contains a whole world, and the first line, lost can be registered in language, draws you in with a hint of what is to come. We wonder what has been lost that needs to be registered in language. The first stanza goes on to play with language. You can hear it in the alliteration of lost and language in the first line, as well as in the next two lines. In birdsong, in scent, buckwheat, barley, schmaltz. You may remember learning about alliteration in primary school when you were first introduced to poetry by your teacher. Or maybe you've forgotten all about it. Here's a quick refresher to bring you up to speed. According to my trusty companion, Poets Glossary by Edward Hirsch, alliteration is the audible repetition of consonant sounds at the beginning of words. He also says alliteration can occur within words. Apparently it predates rhyme and is known as stab rhyme. What a great sounding word in the ancient Germanic languages. Hirsch describes it as a device of phonic echoes of linked initial sounds and says, alliteration reverberates through most of the poetries of the world. Robert Louis Stevenson sings a praise of alliteration in On Some Technical Elements of Style in Literature, and he condemns those who disparage alliteration as a mere raving of those blindest of the blind who will not see. I love it, he is so passionate about alliteration. For Stevenson, each phrase in literature is built of sounds, as each phrase in music consists of notes. One sound suggests, echoes, demands, and harmonises with another, and the art of rightly using these concordances is a final art in literature. In Magdalena's poem, the lovely smooth sounds of the letter L in loss and language lend a note of melancholy to the poem, while the plosive sounds of the letter B in birdsong, buckwheat and barley are bullets leaving the lips. 
The bird song loops us back to the title, Eastern Whitbird, while Schmaltz feels so wonderful in the mouth. I'm sure Magdalena knows what Schmaltz means, even though I don't. I'm not bothered by not knowing, because the sound of the word is so striking. Schmaltz. And it's fun to say, Eastern Whitbird is a carefully crafted poem, close attention paid to all the tiny details. It's these details that take the poem to the next level. It has a structure with three lines for the first verse and then couplets for the rest of the poem, except for right in the middle, where there's a single line known as a monostitch standing on its own. You can even have monostitch poems which are a single line. It's also a poem of pauses and punctuation, with commas and full stops throughout the poem. They're used to great effect to our attention and to underscore a moment. What is she going to say next? Will all be revealed or the mystery deepen? Think of a comma as a breath and a full stop as a rest. Magdalena's commas occur in the middle or at the end of lines, and coupled with the line breaks themselves, they create the rhythm of the poem. You can hear it in the way it rises and falls as she speaks. Her full stops come at the end of lines as you would expect, but they also occur in the middle of a couple of lines. When this happens in a poem, it is known as a sejura, which comes from the Latin cadere, meaning to cut. In a sense, the full stop is cutting the line before it ends. In the second stanza of the poem, Magdalena tells us that nothing is lost, not even the moment. This seeming contradiction is explored through the rest of the poem as we travel into light pulses and mother tongues. Sharp, breaks through like the crack of a whip, and we are back with the bird from the beginning of the poem. There are threads in this poem weaving in and out of the lines, playing hide and seek with us as they appear and disappear. The bird is there in the title, and then appears as a song in the second line, and again as a crack of a whip, almost at the midpoint of the poem. Threading the object like a bird through the poem grounds it and brings us back to ourselves when we wander through its lines provides a sense of familiarity, a moment of, I know you, I remember you, and of course there is loss, which threatens to unravel us all, but in this poem stitches the lines together. It's as if the bird is a weft, winging its way through the warp of loss lying underneath it all. This is a kind of poem you wish you could write. Short and powerful, it contains great insight and wisdom, such as these incredible lines which are enjambed across a stanza. If you're interested in learning more about enjambment, you can listen to the poem Night Sky by David Munro in episode 4 of Season 1. Back to Magdalena's poem. These are the Yunjam lines. Reminds you that time is a construct. You write every minute with breath. I can feel myself falling headlong into the mystery of these lines as I watch my chest rise and fall. Feel the breath exhaling from my mouth and with it, time. You think you're reaching back for something missing, only to find it held in the pelvis, the shoulder girdle. What it is we don't know just yet but we can feel the poet taking our hand and leading us somewhere. It's only at the very end of the poem that we find out what has been lost. This moment is tender because the poet goes on to tell us, it's okay to let her go, begin any time she's here. This knowing that the motherly voice like a caress, dispersed, flowing through the world as atoms, is something to carry with you as you go about your days. It's a gift from the poet to remind us that even after our loved ones have left, they are still here with us. Nothing is lost, not even the moment. Thank you for joining me today and listening to the poem Eastern Whitbird by Magdalena Ball. If you'd like to read some of Magdalena Ball's poetry, you can check out her website www.magdalenaball.com or find her on socials at Magdalena Ball on Twitter and Facebook and at MaggieBall1 on Instagram. You can find The Compulsive Reader at www.compulsivereader.com. To find out more about Pocketry, the home of unheard voices, visit www.pocketry.com.au and happy writing.